Go ahead, make my day. Impeach me and it will ruin yours. President Trump telling Ainsley Earhart it would be a big mistake, but not for the reason you might think. If I ever got impeached, I think the market would crash. I think everybody would be very poor. So, and Trump, you end the Trump rally. Lower the boom on me, there goes the boom for you. That is quite a threat, and it might even happen. The longest bull market in history just could be history if, if Democrats dare to make the president history. What the president is saying is we're all making gravy, so why stop the train? Well, I don't know, maybe because the train could be resting on shaky tracks, where the conductor of that train has said and done some shaky things, or at least said some inconsistent things. Look. Good times should never be used to ignore bad things. I'm not saying unconstitutional things or even illegal things, but enough things to give pause. Yes, even in the face of a market rally that does not. Making money should never get in the way of simply getting answers. Not answers that topple a government, maybe just clarify it, or force the government to clarify itself, that's all. All I'm saying is you don't prevent a constitutional crisis by threatening a financial one. But Mr. President, you guarantee both when your very actions and words create that crisis or make people think, think that you're hiding one. Like when you say that you knew nothing about payments to a stripper and a former Playboy model until you did. Then explain your former lawyer, Michael Cohen, made those decisions until we heard on tape that you did. Just like you said you knew nothing about a Trump Tower meeting back in June 2016 that included your son, Donald Trump Jr., and some Russian officials. Then clarify that meeting really wasn't about dirt on Hillary Clinton, it was about Russian adoptions. Then clarified yet again that nothing came of that meeting of which you knew nothing, so there's nothing to see here, move on. But you see, that is the problem here. We can't move on. Lots of stuff like that just keeps popping up here, getting added here, getting re-explained here. Now, some are big and worrisome, others are consistent and tiresome. Like when you argue that Ohio Governor John Kasich was unpopular when he wasn't, or U.S. Steel was building six new steel mills when they weren't, or said your poll numbers were higher than when Abraham Lincoln was president, even though we didn't have polls when Lincoln was president, or argued crime was way up in Germany when it's the lowest in decades, said foreigners were screwing us with 20-plus percent tariffs on our cars, but not a word about the 20 percent tariffs that we slap on their trucks, argued we have a massive trade deficit with Canada when we're actually running a current account surplus with Canada, said you enacted the biggest tax cuts in American history when they were weren't, didn't personally benefit from that tax cut, but you did, said you signed more legislation than anybody, but you have it. Love, love, love Michael Cohen until you didn't, said he was a great lawyer until he wasn't. None of these make the market any less impressive. Maybe just the guy overseeing it all. Mr. President, you're that guy. You're both those guys. And you're right to be frustrated, but you are part of what's frustrating. It's, it's not about stepping on your message, it's about constantly changing it. You are right to say your critics should be held accountable, but that doesn't mean you should hold this economic boom you hold so dear hostage. It cheapens your argument and it cheapens this country. I like tax cuts and soaring markets as much as anybody. But what good is it to fatten your wallet if you've lost your soul? If you forget your friends and you embolden your enemies, you are right to say some are out to get you. But all the times, Mr. President, the problem is you, what you say and how you keep changing what you say. I know you'll call this fake, but the implications of what you're doing, Mr. President, are very real. 
You are so darn focused on promoting a financial boom that you fail to see that you are the one creating this moral bust. And we could all be the poorer for it.